Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries where everyone is a winner. Join us as we rightly divide the word of truth. Praise the Lord. So, I want to talk about what God has entrusted into our hands. Everything belongs to him, but he gave us a responsibility that we should take care of 90% of what he entrusted into our hands to use it any way that we desire, but the 10% belongs to him. It's called tithing. Oh, it's, it's gone very quiet. Praise the Lord. Do you know the church needs money? Praise the Lord. So I want to I show you that really, truly, you ought to be tithing. You ought to tithe. And I know a lot of, a lot of you do. But as a, a caretaker... As a steward, this is important that you take heed of the word of God. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10, it says, Malachi 3 verse 10, Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that they may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Amen. Amen. Leviticus 27, 30, 30. Leviticus 27, verse 30. And all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord. Amen. 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 So all the tithes belongs to the Lord, Leviticus is saying. Malachi says we should tithe, bring all our tithes into the storehouse, and the Lord will bless us that there will not be enough room for, to contain his blessings. Amen? A lot of people think tithing started during the, the, the time of Moses, during the law. But no, tithing was in existence before Moses' time. Amen. That is why, let's read um, Genesis, uh, Genesis 14. Um, read from 18 through 24 to get a whole picture. Genesis 14, 18 through 24. Genesis 14, 18 through 24. Then Melchizedek, then Melchizedek king of Salem. Melchizedek. King of Salem brought out the bread and wine. He was the priest of God Most High, and he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of God Most High, professor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tithe of all. Now the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the persons and take the goods for yourself. But Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord, God most high, the professor of heaven and earth, that I will take nothing from a thread 
to a sandal strap, and that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abram rich, except only what the young men have eaten, and the portion of the men who went with me, Anir, Eskol, and Mamre, let them take their portion. Amen. Amen. Um, we see here, in verse 20 there, we see that when Abraham went and fought and delivered um, Lot, when he came, he met Melchizedek, the high priest at the time. And the Bible tells us in verse 22 that Abraham gave a tent to the high priest of all that he had acquired. Now, my question is, where did Abraham get the idea from? Abraham got the idea because it was practiced earlier in his, in his father's practices, his, his grandfathers, they all practiced it, and that's where Abraham got the idea to give a tent to the high priest. Amen? So, okay, also look in Genesis 28. Um, this is a long one, 10 through 22. Ten through twenty-two. Now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night, because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head, and he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set on the earth and its top reached to heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. Also, your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west, to the east, to the north, and to the south, and in you and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place? Is it none other than the house of God? And this is the gate of heaven. Then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head, set it up as a pillar, and poured oil on top of it. And he called the name of the place Bethel. But the name of the city had been Luz previously. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and keep me in this way that I am going, and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on, so that I come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And this stone which I have set up as a pillar shall be God's house. And all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, 
we know Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Jacob makes a vow or promise the Lord that whatever you give me, help me to be successful with this journey. And whatever you give me, I'll give a tenth back to you. Praise the Lord. It's important that we take heed of the word of God and um, expect the Lord to bless us. Amen. Someone will say, well, that's all the Old Testament. You know, we're in the New Testament. And I often do say that, um, you know, we're in the New Testament and some of the practices in the Old Testament, if you're not careful, you will miss it. And so these are all, the, all, all Old Testament scriptures that we've read. So might, maybe it's not in the New Testament. Well, you know, it's not a lot said in the, New, in the New Testament about tithing. The gospel records Jesus, what Jesus did. The epistle record, records what was happening um, in, the, uh, at the ch in the church at the time. I mean, that was the foundation of the church. Paul was going to places ministering and he was writing to resolve issues that were happening there. Issues that were not, um, where there were no issues, topics that were not issues to the people, he didn't have to address it. Do you understand that? That is why very little is said in the New Testament because the people had lived with tithing all their life from generation to generation. So tithing was never a problem for them in the first place. So that's why very little is said about it. But Jesus in Matthew 23, 23, 23, Mention about tithing. Matthew twenty-three, twenty-three. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you pay tithe of mint and anint and cumin, and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faith. These you ought to have done, without leaving the others undone. Amen. Amen. Jesus says, you shouldn't have paid tithes, but you should have done this. Right? Right? No. Jesus said, you pay tithes and you do well. So Jesus, um, what's the word? Commend them for paying their tithes. So Jesus did not um, get rid of tithing. He commended them for doing so. But he says, you should have also done this. Praise the Lord. You see, the tithes, Abraham paid tithes to Melchizedek, the high priest. 
Jesus, as a high priest, after the order of Melchizedek, receive our tithes today. Although it appears that we give to man, but Jesus is the, the head of the church today. When you give to the church, you're giving to the high priest, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Like I said before, you obey the word and do, uh, you obey the word and do what is right, the Lord will deal with whosoever abuse his money. Let me say that again. See, some, some, some people think, oh, well, you know, well, you know, they're squandering the money. They find ways. I mean, years ago, this is going back years ago. Let me just say this. This is going back years ago. Um, this is years, years back. Um, we, we had a house before we went to America. All right? We went to America. What, what year did we go to America? 89, thanks. Thanks. We went to America 89. We came back 91. We had a house more than 10 years before we went to America. So when we came back, we, we had rented the house when we were going, you see. So when we came back, we couldn't go straight back into our accommodation. We were living in Campbell here in Ephra. That's where we met Auntie Rose. Um, and, and, and so when we finally um, got the house and we moved back in, we, the, church, the church was here. Our people left. Ah, the pastor has taken the money and bought a house. People were saying, I've, I've taken the church money and bought a house. So they left. It is so, so sad. And, and people do that, you know. People will, will just assume. They just assume. We, we had the house before, before we even started, to, before we went to Mama Julie. Yes, someone will say, oh, he's taking. So, you, you see, you are sincerely wrong. My point is, my point is, look, listen, you do what God has asked you to do and leave the rest for God. You do what God has asked you to do and leave the rest for God. Because sometimes your imagination is running wild. And what you are imagining is absolutely nothing. May the Lord have mercy. So in the New Testament, we ought to give our tithes. And we've got to give it to the church. Now, I've heard, I've heard people, te again, teaching wrongly. Um, you know, give, give your tithe to the, to, the, to the pastor, to the priest. Well, if, you give, if everybody gives their, their tithes to the priest, to the pastor, how, are, how is the church going to be 
to, to, to pay all their bills. No, things have changed. You see, in the Old Testament, the reason why it was the tithes were given to the priest is the priest had no share of the land that God gave to the Levites. They had no, no, no share of the land that God gave to the Israelites. Their land is the tent that everybody gives to them. But they were richer, you see. Everybody gives their tent to the priest. They become richer. That's God's order. It's not me. I don't want to be, you know. But that's God's order. Praise the Lord. But in the New, in the new Testament, in this dispensation, we still don't have the land that has been distributed. Amen? So we work and we earn. And when we earn, we give to the high priest, the church. Praise the Lord. And the church then has a group or a committee or people that runs their finances or runs the affairs of the church. Praise the Lord. And then God's work can be done. The gospel can be preached. And people can hear the word. And people can be blessed. Amen. So, we have a responsibility. The, and, and then we, we give tithes and then we give offering. Offering is whatever, you know, you want to give based on your income, based on your, um, how much you love God, your faith, um, and also the leading of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God will lead you um, into how much you, you should give. Um, 2 Corinthians 9. 2 Corinthians 9. 6. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Amen. Amen. So this is the law of giving and receiving. If you, you know, in your offering... Whatever you give, it will be given back to you. But you should always give cheerfully. Amen? God loves a cheerful giver, as they say, not a tearful giver. So God wants you to give cheerfully. Amen? Listen, whatever you do, Whatever you do, especially with the things of God, whatever you do, do it from your heart. That's why there are some things I don't do. I don't want to follow, you know, it's like you have to follow the tradition. You've you got to do it from your heart. Amen? If you're giving, give from your heart. 
Amen? Let your giving come from your heart. Well, you know, that's why I don't give because I don't want to give, I don't want to give if it's not from my heart. Well, God help you. Praise the Lord. So it's very, very important that we are good stewards. Amen? We're not bad stewards. We're good stewards. We'd give back to God 10% of what he had given us. Amen? Let's look at the purpose of tithes. I've said a lot about it, but let's, let's go run through these points. Well, the purpose of tithe in one, it teaches us to put God first always in our lives. You can write the scriptures down and um, you can go over them. We're not going to go over them one by one. So the purpose of tithing is to, uh, it, it puts, uh, it helps us to put God first. Yeah? Always in our lives. Always in our lives, we put God first. Number two, B. It helps keep us free from being controlled by material things. Help keeps us from becoming slaves to money. It's, it's, there are people that are not willing to give. There are people, we call them stingy. Um, what, 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 is, what is it? Something tight. Tight, fist, tight fisted. Their hands are tight. You know, I'm strong. Um, hands in pocket, and it's in pocket, but it's, 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 it's quick, you know, hold like this in a pocket. No way of releasing the funds. Praise the Lord. Listen, don't allow your finances to control you. You are only a caretaker. You are only a steward. One, 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 you know, one man told us, he says that he was in a meeting and the Holy Spirit was dealing with him to give. Um, you know, I can't remember the figures, but supposing, you know, maybe like he had 100 pounds in his pocket and he wanted to give 50. And uh, the Holy Spirit wanted him to give maybe 60. And so he's battling with this. And then the devil sitting in, you know, at his shoulder and say, look, even that 50, these people are going, you know, all sorts of things running through his mind. So he, he you know, when, when that is going on in your life, you are the most miserable person within that short period of time. You're very, very miserable. So he said, in the end, the offering came 
and they were just about to start praying over the offering, and he'd run from where he is and put his hand in his pocket, put out the whole hundred pounds and dump it in there, and said, the devil, I've shamed you. Glory to God. Stop it jumping up and down happy. What am I saying? If you give to God, God will return it back to you hundredfold. Like the one that so, uh, worked with five talents and got five talents back. See. See. The purpose of tithing is to support the ministry and functions of the church. The functions and the ministries, um, you know, um, whatever we, whatever as a church we do, it is the tithes and the offerings that enable us to do it. Amen? It is the tithes and the offerings that enable us to do it. There are times we're looking for a, we're, we're looking for a property. We're looking, you know, it is, it is our giving for the work that is going to enable us to do it. Praise the Lord. D. Yes, tithing provides the seed which God multiply in meeting our needs. Amen. I remember Brother Hagen says when he left his first church, he pastored for so many years, and then when he left there, he went to another place as the Lord leads him. And then one day he was praying, and God said, you know, You've robbed the people. But Hagen was in such faith. When he started pastoring, he didn't take any offering. He didn't take any offering. He said, God will provide. And then God told him, you know, you've robbed the people. So he had to go back and apologize to the people. Why has he robbed the people? He says, you have not given the people a chance so that I can bless them. See, you are sowing a seed. As you give to God, it is a seed that you are planting. And that seed will bring forth fruits in due course. So you give God something to work with. Amen? You give God something to work with on your behalf. On your behalf. On your behalf. Next. Develops us as stewards, teaching us to be faithful in caring for God's possessions. Is teaching us to be faithful. It's developed us as stewards. 
As a steward, you, you learn to distribute fairly, fairly, correctly. Put God first. Give, God what, give what rightly belongs to God. Amen? And it's a seed that will eventually bring forth fruits. Amen? It is important. This is one area that people fall short. But if all the other part of the Bible is true, then this also ought to be true. Amen? So, don't neglect the word of God in the area of being a good steward. Amen? Don't neglect, you know, don't be wise in your own way. The Lord is a lot, 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 lot more wiser. Praise the Lord. I want us to pray. I want you to pray. If you would, you don't have to. But I want you to pray for God to help you to be obedient to his word in this area. Because you see, you, you don't know. He says he will open the windows of heaven and call forth a blessing upon your life. I want you to pray and ask God to help you to respond to him in this area. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word is true. Lord, the entrance of your word gives us illumination. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, these ones that have heard the tone of my voice, that have heard this teaching, I pray, Lord, that you open their heart, open their understanding, open, Lord, open, give them that revelation so that they will adhere to your word and be good stewards. A good steward always get back hundredfold. So I pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord, your children will adhere to you and obey your word in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen and amen and amen. Lift up your hands. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service. 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.